Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome in to World Star Wars Talk Radio here on the Star Wars Byline Radio Network. Pleasure to have you with us. My name is Nate Abarea. Great, great show in store for you today. George Lucas with us talking about the new Star Wars film coming out. It's going to be a great show. Can't wait to get it going. I'm just kidding. I hope you're enjoying all of you Star Wars fanatics out there. This incredible day. You guys are treating it like it's a holiday. Christmas came early for you. Hope you're enjoying yourselves. My name's still Nate Abarea. Paul Scanling is actually going to be our guest. We're taking a trip to the ATL today. That's right. ATL, Georgia. What can we do? Foya. We're going down talking Atlanta Silverbacks and Major League Soccer in Atlanta. The concept of NASL and MLS existing potentially in the same market. What is the future of the Atlanta Silverbacks? And it's it's about more than just Atlanta today because it represents a lot more around American soccer and, and the potential for the NASL and the MLS to maybe have to learn how to coexist or maybe they don't want to coexist or maybe one hint, hint, which one will completely put another out of existence. We'll see what happens in Atlanta come 2017. Cannot wait to talk with Paul Scanling all about this. He's part of Guerrilla Talk Radio and uh, a big, big member of the Atlanta Silverbacks fan base. So we'll talk all about that and take a little trip to the south coast of England in today's show. We're talking a little bit about a club that Paul also supports known as Portsmouth talked about Portsmouth before. Can't wait to talk a little bit about Pompey on the show today. Take a little trip to Fratton Park. Cannot wait. World Soccer Talk Radio. Find us on Twitter at World Soccer Talk. Find me on Twitter at NateWST and subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. And check out the website, worldsoccertalk.com. Taking it to break. We're back after this with Paul Scanling right here on Sports Byline. Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. 
wherever you are with Fox Soccer to Go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Big news! The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40 and we won't force you to watch video in low depth. Oh, and one more thing. Buy or lease the hottest Samsung Galaxy smartphones and get a free 32-inch LED Samsung TV. Don't wait. Offer ends December 24th. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash free Samsung TV. Speed claim based on Sprint's analysis of average LTE download speeds using Nielsen and MP data. Actual download speeds may vary by location and device capability. Offer coverage not available everywhere or for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, warming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid porting. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 savings to 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. TV after online rebate subject to terms. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ if you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. But I'm now the president of everybody. Welcome back in to the show. Good to have you with us. Thanks for stepping away from Star Wars for, for just a moment to join us here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Our guest in this edition of the show is the host of the Gorilla Talk podcast, all about the Atlanta Silverbacks. That's right. We're heading to the ATL here on World Soccer Talk Radio today. Paul Scanling, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. So uh, how's Atlanta treating you today? Uh, Atlanta's actually doing pretty well. Unfortunately, right now I'm in Chicago where it's really, really cold. What are you doing in Chicago, sir? Well, I'm at a conference at uh, McCormick Place, that uh, massive convention center. There are 17,000 of us here, and we're still bouncing around because this place is just so 
huge, but it's about 30 degrees, and Chicago is living up to its nickname, the Windy City. It's brutal out there. <laughs> All right, well then, hey, we'll, we'll both take a nice trip in our minds to a place that you were very familiar with, Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the future of the Atlanta Silverbacks, and, and where does that future currently stand, and what's the outlook that on on them playing in in the north american soccer league in in the year 2016 well at the end of last season the league took over the franchise uh leased both the name and the stadium from the previous owner uh boris jerkunica and announced that they would spend the season trying to find an owner and if they couldn't find an owner by the end of the season they would fold the team well they failed to find an owner but they didn't fold the team and primarily because They've, they've had a lot of interest. Uh, as we've seen the last couple of weeks, we're getting tweets out from Andy Smith, who's the team president and GM, saying that they're talking to groups. There are investors. Some are interested in keeping the team in Atlanta. Some are interested in moving the team elsewhere. The, the league's stated goal is to keep the team in Atlanta, but obviously if that doesn't work out and somebody wants to move it, they'll be glad to sell it. So as we've gone through since uh, early November when the season ended, the longer it's dragged on, I think the more optimistic we should be that the team's actually going to exist. We've heard some rumors the last week or so that the league will operate the team once more, one more season, while they're still looking for an owner. And I think that's part of maybe the negotiating with people saying, look, there is a deadline because we need to announce a schedule. We need to announce, we need to make all the you know, arrangements with every stadium to know how many teams are going to be in the league and all that. But they are they are doing that to say to those owners, we're not up against a hard deadline here. If it's April or May before we get this done, there'll still be a team, and we'll run it until then, and you can start uh, start uh, operating the team. Uh, the, part of the problem with that is that, it, and I, I don't have this officially confirmed, but they don't have a single player under contract. Uh, they haven't sold a single season ticket. Uh, they're not getting any revenue from uh, sales. I see on, on Twitter all the time from other teams in the league selling season tickets, selling jerseys, having their Christmas sale on their online shop or announcing player transactions, hired a new manager and all sorts of things. Atlanta, once again, will be doing all of that at the last minute, assuming, of course, these uh, rumors are true. So I think the longer it drags on, the more optimistic I get that there will actually be a an NASL team in Atlanta next year. I think it's possible that they will stop leasing the name Silverbacks from the current owner who also uses it for his NPSL team and not uh, rent Silverbacks Park as a home venue. There are probably a dozen or so high school stadiums in in the metro Atlanta area that that would be uh, suitable for uh, NASL soccer. They'd be large enough. They would have the facilities to, to, to handle that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting, getting a little more optimistic here as we get towards Christmas. Tell us a little bit more about the match day experience at, at a Silverbacks match. Well, we'll get back to some of the behind-the-scenes political stuff here in a second and tie it into MLS Atlanta with Atlanta United uh, coming in here real soon. But paint a little picture real quick of, of an average match day at, at a Silverbacks game. Well, the stadium is located at a, an intersection of Interstates 85 and 285. It's a, it's a, a junction we call Spaghetti Junction. It's a... Uh, not a great place to be on a on a traffic time, but usually on the weekend it's not too bad. So, uh, getting in, there's a pretty good sized parking lot there that is also that same astroturf that that they have in the stadium because there's there are a lot of adult leagues that that play there at the park and and in those the surrounding fields. 
Uh, quite a few tailgates going on. There's there's several uh, organized supporters groups. Some have been around for almost 20 years. Some of them trace all the way back to the Ruckus, the, the original 1995 version of the Silverbacks played in the A-League. Um, there's usually a lot of tailgating going on. There's there's uh, uh, groups that'll have their drums and have their you know the trumpet and trombone and such. And uh, there's a, a little march in. The ultras like to do a little march in. They sit in one corner. They have the supporters groups kind of spread out in the four different corners, so you could kind of pick which one you want to sit next to. It depends on you know how many cuss words you want to hear, or you know how much smoke you want to inhale, or that sort of thing. But uh, but usually a really good crowd. It's it's a very diverse crowd. That part of Metro Atlanta and DeKalb County. Uh, has a uh, a very large immigrant populate population. You will see families there. You will see groups of just the 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 target audience you think for soccer. You know, twenty five, thirty year old males that want to come watch a watch a fun sporting event. Uh, there are times that the stadium is basically full, and and you know sometimes depending on how many college football games are going on at the same time. Atlanta is very much a, a college football market, so the Silverbacks have struggled really in the fall, but uh, when the team's playing well, it's, it's a good stadium, good crowd, pays attention. Uh, there's a, a, lot of, a lot of good singing, a lot of good uh, harassing the ref and making fun of the other team, and, and we generally have a really good time. Well, Paul, I, I really appreciate you painting that picture because it transitions back to, to something that you, you brought up briefly a little bit earlier, and that was the, the movement to save this club. Talk about the, the supporters' effort in that movement and other characters here in this, this Atlanta soccer drama that's going on right now that are influential in, in trying to save this club and, and doing it the right way. Well, um, let's back up just a little bit and talk a little about the Atlanta Trust, NESL Atlanta Trust. Uh, it is a, a supporters-driven organization. We are attempting to purchase uh, as much of a minority share as we possibly can to have a voice in running our club. The club's been around for 20 years, and at times it's been very poorly run. This is not even the first time that the league has taken over running the club. The A-League ran the club for a year uh, so uh, this is this is the second time that it, that an owner has kind of bailed on us, and the league's kind of stepped in and said, "We want to save this market. We'll we'll invest for a little while while we're looking for an owner." A uh, group of us on Twitter uh, got together, and we were we were as the season was going along, we were thinking, you know, still hadn't heard any news about ownership stuff, and and the NSL is, is traditionally very tight-lipped about uh, negotiations. They don't they don't really want to uh, let you know what's going on until something's been signed. They they've been burned a couple of times. With some, making some announcements that weren't official yet, and then having them fall apart, so I, I can understand their their reticence to to announce things. So we got together and said, you know, what what can we do to make sure the league understands that they need to stay in Atlanta, and make sure that potential owners out there that might be looking at it, we could say to them, hey, there's a very passionate group of supporters that are willing to put their money where their mouth is. Now we don't have anywhere near the financial resources to operate an NASL club. Uh, I, I don't have exact figures, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing five to ten million for a for an annual budget is is bare minimum. I know the club lost two and a half million dollars last year. Uh, that was tweeted out sometime uh, in uh, in October, I believe it was. Uh, so if you're losing two and a half million dollars plus your all the other expenses, you, you're you take a lot of money to run that club. Uh, one of the the hurdles that we can't overcome is that U.S. Soccer Federation does not allow a Division II club to have a majority fan-owned group. There must be a majority owner who is uh, financial assets of at least $20 million, and they need to own 51% of the club. 
the rest of the club can be owned by whatever. Uh, at the Division One level, that majority owner it has to own 100, 100% of the club. There's no there's no fan ownership at the D1 level, and you can't own a majority of the club at the D2 level. So what we're looking to do is find an owner who purchases the club and then is willing to negotiate with us to sell us a portion of the club, allowing us to have a voice in the operation of the club. But that owner's got to step forward first before we can do anything really to help save the club. Really what we're trying to accomplish is create a buzz, create some noise to to send messages to people out there that are that are glancing at the silverback saying there's there's some support here, there's there's a business opportunity here. Let's uh, let's pursue this and and let's see where, where we can uh, where we can go with it. We're hoping that 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 is being influential in whoever it is they're talking to now. Uh, they are they are very tight lipped. They have, they've not uh, even even through back channels. They're not saying anything about what's going on. And I don't I don't blame them. This it's a it's a very touchy negotiation. And uh, you know if things leak out, it, it could it could ruin those negotiations. So we don't we definitely don't want to ruin any negotiations. So once they make an announcement. Probably within minutes, we're going to be calling this person and introducing ourselves and explaining who we are and what we want to do and how we want to help them develop this club. Well, I like what you guys are doing. It's a bummer that there's that ridiculous rule from from U.S. soccer regarding uh, fan Mm. ownership and all the hoops that you guys have to jump through. It's absolutely absurd and in many ways is so representative of of many of the flaws in in the system in this country. You have a group of supporters who want to do something like, I don't know, supporters do in so many other countries around the world and we're not allowed to do it here. It's absolutely ridiculous and actually gets me gets me a little bit angry. But, hey, we're going to calm down here, take a deep breath, take to a little commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Silverbacks and about the future of Atlanta United and Major League Soccer coming to the ATL. His name is Paul Scanling. My name is Nate Abarea. We're back with you after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at soccerondish.com. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at iqlaservision.com. That's iqlaservision.com. IQ Laser. 
Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 and we won't force you to watch video in low depth. Oh, and one more thing. Buy or lease the hottest Samsung Galaxy smartphones and get a free 32-inch LED Samsung TV. Don't wait. Offer ends December 24th. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash free Samsung TV. Speed claim based on Sprint's analysis of average LTE download speeds using Nielsen and MP data. Actual download speeds may vary by location and device capability. Offer coverage not available everywhere or for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, warming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for it. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 savings to 1880. Exclusions and restrictions apply. TV after online rebate subject to terms. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Com. Cheers. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barrea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show, World Soccer Talk Radio. My name is Nate Abarea. Our guest is Paul Scanling, host of the Gorilla Talk podcast, all about the Atlanta Silverbacks. And wrapping up this very interesting conversation about the Silverbacks and tying it into the very near future, the future of Atlanta United, the Atlanta United MLS team. What does it all mean for the Silverbacks, the entrance of Atlanta United into Major League Soccer, Paul? Well, first of all, um, it's raised awareness for the sport in the, in the, in the metro area. Uh, the, the Silverbacks have really struggled to get a foothold marketing-wise, even though there are 6 million people in Atlanta. Most of those don't realize the team existed. So one of the things that we have done is every time – a local media person has said, we're so glad to have professional soccer coming to Atlanta. We will immediately tweet them, point out, hey, we've had professional soccer here for 20 years. We exist. So I think it's kind of the rising tide lift all boats theory. Yeah, I think it's actually done something to help promote and let Metro Atlanta know that there is a team. The flip side of that is, though, everybody, you know, they want to be at the top level. They want to support the top level team. The the Atlanta United has 30,000 season ticket deposits for a team that won't play until 2017. Uh, if a small fraction of those would come to Silverbacks Park, it would fill it up. So you, you see the attraction of having that top-level team. They're going to be in this spectacular 
Stadium. I don't know if you've seen the, the drawings or the video fly-throughs of, of Mercedes-Benz Stadium with this retractable roof. It looks like a like a, a camera lens opening up. It's got a video board that goes all the way around the top of the stadium. It's going to be just spectacular. Uh, but even then, there are going to be 30,000 people there. They will have six, uh, another 35,000 or so empty seats. They're going to cover them with, with tarps, much like what Seattle does uh, with their upper deck there. But it's, a, it's going to be a totally different experience. I, I went this past summer and watched the U.S. men uh, lose to Jamaica at the Georgia Dome. And when you go downtown, you're paying 20, 30 bucks for parking at a big event like that. You're going into a huge stadium with a lot of people. It's really a totally different experience than going to Silverbacks Park, where no matter where you sit, you're pretty close to the pitch. Uh, I like to sit really down low, second or third row, so I can yell at the, the linesman as he goes up and down. You're not going to be able to do that at Atlanta United at, at, the, at Mercedes-Benz. So it's really going to be a different experience. I think, assuming, of course, both teams are, exist in 2017, I really think they're kind of marketing towards different people. Um, going downtown in Atlanta is uh, becoming a problem. You know, the Braves are moving out. They're moving out into the suburbs out in Cobb County, which is actually where I live, and, and we're spending $400 million of taxpayer dollars to, to build them a stadium. But one of their reasons for moving is that people don't want to go downtown. Uh, it's, it's inconvenient to get to. There's high crime. Turner Field, the current home of the Braves, has the highest crime rate around a major league stadium of all all the major league stadiums. Uh, So people don't want to go down there, and the majority of their ticket-buying public is on the north side of town, right outside the the perimeter of the the beltway, the I-285 that circles the city. So the Silverbacks, I think, are in that same boat. you you got a lot of people that are coming from the suburbs, that are coming from DeKalb County, Gwinnett County, that are a long way from downtown. They're going to say, you know what, I'm going to go to the Silverbacks because it's there and closer. Obviously, it's going to take a little marketing help from from whoever owns the team at that point. But uh, I I really think they're not really going to be competing with each other for supporters. There are 6 million people in the metro area. It's the ninth largest media market. There's plenty of people to go around, and there's no reason that both stadiums couldn't be full for every single home game. So you're definitely saying there's room in Atlanta for both the Silverbacks and Atlanta United taking a step away from Atlanta here for a minute. And I I talked about this in the opening of the show, Paula, and that is that if those two clubs are able to coexist and, and go after maybe different fan bases or even even similar fan bases, even find a way to, to go after the same people and, and not necessarily have it be a competition because you're not going to be able to compete with Mercedes-Benz Arena. You're not going to be able to compete with, with the right. money behind Atlanta United, but finding ways to still get something from the presence of Atlanta United for the Silverbacks. Is that something that you think could be a model around the country is it something where we could see coexistence between teams in a lower league and and mls clubs in in the future or am i completely out of my mind and dreaming with a statement like that no i i I think i i I think the you know the rising tide lifts all boats i think i think having competition right there right down the street um, not really but very close you know within a few miles i think I think that would be best for everybody. I think having that competition, the first time these two teams play in the U.S. Open Cup is going to be the battle for Atlanta. And, and you, you get a billboard and you put it right downtown and, and you, you publicize it that way. If I were the Silverbacks in March of 2017, I'd get a billboard right across the street from their stadium saying the Atlanta Silverbacks welcome Atlanta United to Atlanta. 
something, just kind of say, hey, you know, we've been here a while. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Looking forward to competing with you, that sort of thing. Being able to market against each other, even though they're not really competing with each other, except occasionally in the U.S. Open Cup, I, I think would be huge. I, I see that in, in college football. Atlanta's a huge college football town. It's the home of the College Football Hall of Fame. But the Georgia Bulldogs and Georgia Tech and even, even Georgia State and Kennesaw State that are getting into it now are doing a great job of selling tickets. And in some ways, some ways they are selling tickets using their opponents to kind of tweak their opponents, kind of a little bit of, you know, polite but still a little trash talk. And that kind of marketing, I think, would be fantastic in soccer. Silverbacks and, and Atlanta United could do that to play off each other like that. You know, imagine if the Silverbacks were playing the Cosmos and – and the Atlanta United was playing just whoever, you know, we could say, hey, we got, we got the more famous team coming to town. You should come watch us. Just, you know, tweak them a little bit like that. Just make sure everybody knows that the Silverbacks are there, and I think Atlanta United's presence is a perfect opportunity to do that. Well, Paul, I, I, I agree with everything that you're saying, and I think the Silverbacks would be smart to, to do all of the things that you're talking about there, but how inclined would Atlanta United executives be? How inclined should they be to, to participate in, in any stuff like that, honestly? I don't think they'd be inclined to do it at all. Um, I think MLS is, has pretty clearly shown that they're not maybe not ignoring, but just kind of barely tolerating NASL teams and not – not really, you know, they don't really care much about the U.S. Open Cup until it gets down to, you know, quarterfinals or so. It's it, it, those competitions against other leagues that they, they're just really not interested in, in those. And I think that's a shame. I think that's, I think that's bad for the sport in the country. I think having all these levels, okay, maybe they don't get along and we don't have promotion and relegation and it's not set up the way the rest of the world generally sets it up. But not, not helping each other, I think, hurts the sport. And that's one of the things I think that's most frustrating to me about MLS is that they're kind of insular and they don't. They, yeah, they have those relationships with USL, but but it's not it's 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 not really set up to help USL. It, they're dumping their reserves there. They're using it not as a competitive league, but as a place to develop players. And then if they could be competitive, great, that's fine. But that's not the primary exam, primary uh, focus for them. I think that's wrong. Do you think we as as fans and and talk show hosts can do anything about it as far as even swaying the mindset about how grassroots soccer is is viewed by by MLS or, or is that just up to the big money boys at Major League Soccer and we're going to have nothing to do with changing it? Um, you know, one of the things I've done this past season is I've had contact with with people that do podcasts or write blogs or whatever about. Every team in the NASL, we've talked to teams in USL, in NAS, in uh, NPSL, uh, you know, Chattanooga right up the road. We played them in the second round of the U.S. Open Cup. I had, I had guests on my podcast about that. The, the grassroots soccer community is very supportive of each other, is very uh, helpful. I have never had anybody that I contacted said, hey, would you come on my podcast and tell us about your team because we're playing you this week. Everybody has always said, absolutely, love to. And, and they reciprocate. Come tell us about the Silverbacks. We're playing you this week. You know, it, that, that community is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And I think eventually MLS is going to have to realize, you know, we're, we're a part of a, of a country, two countries really, and we're a part of that community, and we need to, to tap into that. Uh, they got to do something for their TV ratings because their, their TV ratings are just are awful. 
and well, I, I, I making... sure, Paul. Paul, I really, I really hope that 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 comes to fruition. And and we've had many people from from Chattanooga, from Louisville, from various other places around the country that are becoming these true grassroots soccer hotbeds. And and I hope that the folks at Major League Soccer can realize how powerful what's going on really is, and and tap into it and help out and enhance it with the power and money that they have. We'll continue this conversation on the other side of the break. Paul Scanling with yours truly, Nate Abarea, right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com slash funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. Everyone who donates receives a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline interview library. Thank you for your support and help. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. And now, more of World Soccer Talk Radio, right here on Sports Byline and SportsByline.com. 
Hey, hey, if you are looking for an advantage when betting on soccer, I got to let you know about a unique betting platform called FanBet. With FanBet, you can follow your friends and top-ranked bettors to get a wealth of betting tips to help improve your real money bets. Here's how it works. FanBet runs a weekly contest called FanPlay. Members place bets on Premier League game games using betting credits. The game data is analyzed, and the top bettors are ranked according to their success. FanBet allows you to see live picks and betting history of these players, and by following winners... Logic implies that you will become more successful, maybe become a winner yourself. How about that? Sign up today for your free account at fanbet.com. After you log into your FanBet account, first thing you'll see is a live stream of picks from winning bettors, each better ranked based on their average return from their last five bets. Then you can add any pick to the odds tracker, and FanBet will compare leading bookmakers to give you the best available odds for your money. It's as simple as that. Improve your soccer betting returns. FanBet.com. A huge thank you to FanBet.com for their support of World Soccer Talk Radio. My name is Nate Abarea, joined by Paul Scanling, the host of the Gorilla Talk podcast. Tell us a little bit, uh, Paul, before we take an interesting trip to the south coast of England to talk about one of your other soccer loves uh, in, in this beautiful planet. Tell us about the Gorilla Talk podcast and how this thing started. Well, last winter, um, after the league announced that they were going to take over the club and, and try to find an owner, uh, several of us on a Facebook page were talking about ways that we as fans could promote the club, could help to try to find an owner. And I just, just laid it out there one day, okay, I'll start a podcast. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I'd never done a podcast. I, I didn't know anything about how to market it or anything. I said, I'll go get a, a Twitter handle and we'll just go from there. So I've got GarageBand, I've got a decent microphone, and I just said, oh, well, you know, what's a, what's a soccer podcast? I went down downloaded a dozen or so from all different levels and just started listening to them, said, yeah, I like this, I don't like that, I'm doing it by myself, so it's a little different. Um, it's not the kind of the roundtable discussion that, that some of them are. It's more of a news and promotion, and let's talk about the upcoming opponent and go over the, the table and all that good stuff. And, and I had a great time. From the beginning, because everybody used to say, hey, this is a great idea. I'll be glad to come on it. You know, our, our second uh, second edition, we had Andy Smith, the team president, on. I just called him and said, hey, would you come on my show and talk for 10, 15 minutes about the club, just that sort of thing. And they've been very helpful. I've had the players on. I've had the manager on. I've had somebody from every single club, either a podcaster or the TV announcer or, or what have you, come on and just had a great time meeting all sorts of, of wonderful people who all have that same passion that I do. It may be in different colored uniforms, but it's the same passion and, and connecting. And it's, it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun. There, there's been a lot of ups and downs. I, I don't pretend to understand marketing at all. There will be times I'll, I'll put an episode out, and there will be only 100 people to listen to it. But then I'll put the next episode out, and it will be 350. And I have no idea why. I don't know what the difference is. Uh, so maybe that's something I need to work on for season two. But uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun, and I hope to get to continue to do that here real soon. Well, absolutely, and and I just want to echo something that you talked about there, and you actually brought this up uh, to close out the last segment, and that is the the willingness to help uh, from from so many people, the the willingness to contribute, the enthusiasm that you'll get from people around NASL and and even down into into USL and NPSL and these these communities around around this country that that don't get the spotlight, and when someone 
has a podcast and whether there's a hundred people listening to that podcast or, or a hundred thousand people listening to that podcast, it's amazing how willing and ready all these people are to contribute to that podcast, whichever podcast or radio show or television show it may be because people are very appreciative uh, in terms of giving spotlight and, and giving attention. And that's not to say that I haven't had people from Major League Soccer who've been incredibly generous with me on this show with their time and energy, but but you get something from people at the grass, grassroots level. You get the the Louisville Coopers, you know, sending me a, a supporter's scarf as soon as they were off the off the show that day. You got the the Chattahooligans out in out in Chattanooga always seeing how they can get involved with the show and and, and just uh, I want to shoot it back to you for for one final statement on this of just how how beautiful that is and and what we can do again to to further that mindset that that level of of family that we seem to find among soccer fans in this country and specifically among people who are enthusiastic about the grassroots of the game Paul Well I think especially um in this country the soccer is still viewed as kind of the underdog and if there's one thing America loves it's an underdog. We're from, you know, I was, I'm not originally from Atlanta. I was born and raised in Columbus, Georgia. So population about 200,000. It, was, it wasn't a small town. But you see that sport in towns of that size or a town the size of Chattanooga or Louisville, like you mentioned. You see them all over the place. And it's not, okay, I live in Louisville, but I'm going to support a team in Chicago. It's, I live in Louisville, and I'm going to support a team in Louisville. This is my team. And it's a connection that, that a lot of sports fans don't get to get. You know, if, if, you're, if you're like me or you're an Atlanta Braves fan, but you grew, didn't grow up in Atlanta, well, I picked them because it's the closest team instead of I picked them because it's my town's team. Now, I happen to live in Atlanta now. But you, you get that, that connection to your hometown team that you don't get if you just say, okay, well, I'm a Yankees fan because I live in New Jersey or whatever, or I just happen to like the Yankees for whatever reason. You don't get that that special connection. We all have our support, our teams that in Europe that we that we follow, and everybody likes to watch Barcelona or Bayern Munich, and and that's all great. But you're not from Barcelona. You're not a Barcelona native. You're a you're a native. This is where you live. This is your town. This is your your club representing your town. And I think people recognize that and say, okay, I'm, I'm, this is me we're talking about. This is not just a club. This is my club. This is that we're talking about and I get that that passion doesn't matter what the club is I get that 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 local support and that passion from them every time I talk to them it's, it's just fantastic it is a strong community it is growing and I think it's it's going to get to the point here real soon where everybody in the world's going to take note oh okay they're they know what they're doing there's some issues some structural issues but they'll get that sorted out the, the sport is well established at every level here Without a doubt. His name is Paul Scanling. My name is Nate Abare. Listening to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And it's funny because now we're actually going to take a trip to the south coast of England and talk about a club that you have uh, followed from mm-hmm. afar for uh, quite a while. Interesting uh, transition there. But uh, let's talk about 
Let's talk about Portsmouth. And, and I found out that you're a Portsmouth supporter, and I've always had a soft spot for Pompey. Watching matches on TV from, from Fratton Park were, were such special experiences for me growing up. Family members who, who've told me great stories of that place, the hallowed grounds of, of Fratton Park and, and the south coast of England, the famous rivalry with Southampton. Interestingly enough, great little fact here, it is the least played derby in in all of England because we we've had uh, guests mm-hmm. on the show before have pointed this out that it always seems that when one is up the other is down and it's actually so it's funny it's the least played derby in all of England uh, Portsmouth and uh, Southampton over the years so that what what that means to the supporters is that when they do match up whether in a cup competition or if they both happen to be in the in the same division at a certain time they are going to put everything into that day because you you don't know when you're going to get another one when it comes to the South Coast Derby but tell us please Paul how you became a Portsmouth supporter very interested to hear this. Well, so growing up, I was, I was the guy that watched the World Cup, and that was pretty much it. And by uh, 2006, I didn't realize that you could actually watch club soccer on TV. I hadn't, hadn't gotten to that point. Summer 2006, I was still teaching school. So in the summer, I had nothing to do. My wife is working. She's working a 9-to-5 job. And so I was watching every single game of the, the 2006 World Cup. And I spent quite a bit of time in a Yahoo chat room. And met a guy named Richard who was from Portsmouth, and he was asking me, you know, so who's your club? And I was like, well, um, I don't really have a club. To, you know, there's a Silverbacks team here, and I go to a game occasionally. But, you know, and then he said, well, I'm from Portsmouth. Let me tell you about Portsmouth. And he started telling me the story of the great escape, how Harry Redknapp had managed Portsmouth, and then he went to manage Southampton and then came back, and they needed like 21 out of 28 points or something, something ridiculous to avoid relegation and got it to stay up in the Premier League, which for Portsmouth was, was pretty unusual. They hadn't spent a whole lot of time in the top flight in the, the 50 years prior to that. And so he said, you know, you, 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 can, you can watch these games. Why don't you go watch some of those games? And I, and I watched the games, and, and the, the noise was, for, was what got me. The absolute wall of noise. They're singing the chimes, but they're, they're into everything. And I would watch other games, and, and you know, no offense to fans of other teams, but it just wasn't the same. Even if the stadium was three times the size, it just wasn't the same. And I like noise. I'm a Florida State graduate, so I like to sing war chant, and I, that means something to me. So it, it, it was kind of, oh, there's connection there. Also, as I mentioned earlier, I was born and raised in Columbus, Georgia. Columbus and Portsmouth are almost the exact same population. They're both very blue-collar. They both have a strong military connection. Columbus is, is the home of Fort Benning, so there's an Army connection there. Portsmouth is the oldest naval port there in England. It's been, there's been a naval port there for well over 1,000 years. So I thought, okay, these are my people. So I adopted the team. And I thought, oh, I'll watch the games and, you know, and whatnot. At the end of that first season, that 6 07 season, they beat Manchester United 2-1. to one. And I was sitting on the couch, and I could not breathe. And my wife walked into the room and said, oh, yeah, you're hooked. I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Well, you got you got hooked, Paul, and and then came uh, a a period of major misfortune oh for for Portsmouth. So tell us uh, how you have how you have stuck with this club through thick and thin. So two administrations, three relegations. Um, twice they went to court and fully expected the judge to wind them up to to mean they went out of existence. Uh, but they they allowed the supporters trust the Pompey supporters trust to buy the club. Now in England you can do that you you can own one hundred percent. And so I said, all right, I'll buy a share. I'm in thousand pounds. This is uh, two years ago, I believe it. Was. Yeah, two, yeah, no, 
yeah, two years ago, 2013. So 1,000 pounds gets you a vote. Um, I thought, I, I'm, I can't abandon the team. That's just not allowed. Now, if they go out of business, all right, then they're gone. But I can't abandon the team, even though they're in League One and I have to watch the games on my uh, Twitter feed. Uh, that's pretty much the way I watch the games unless they're playing in a cup and it's on Sky Sports and then I can find can find some streams to watch it there. Uh, I've seen I've seen them play once in the last three years just because it happened to be an early round FA, FA Cup match that was on Sky Sports. So uh, I said to myself, I've, I can't abandon them. I've got to do what I can to support them. So I'll go buy a share. And I, I, when things started going south with the Silverbacks, I thought, am I a jinx? Did I, did I do, do I just bring this on myself? Because my teams <laughs> seem to have these financial issues. But you know what? Portsmouth is there. It's stronger than ever. It is debt-free. It has an academy that is cranking out players. They are in a playoff position right now and haven't played well for a month. So a good run of form. They're going to get in the automatic promotion spot, get their way back up to League One, get their feet under them. And I really think I'm going to see them in the championship within three or four years and then knocking on the door for the for the premiership. There's a plan to expand their stadium. They have the money in hand for phase one. They just need all the planning permissions to go through. So they need to make sure they're greasing the right palms on the city council, and I'm certain they'll take care of all that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this club that was just absolutely, utterly destroyed because an owner abandoned them financially. Uh, looking forward to them building up and building a solid foundation. And, and we've had contact with them, with, the, with our supporters trust here in Atlanta. To, to talk to them about things, and they've been very supportive. Uh, all the English clubs have. We've, we, we contact supporters direct, and they've given us information. It's a little different legal matters, but it's the same ideas. So it, it's, been, it's been inspirational for me to go, okay, you know, you, you, you can get relegated three times and twice in administration, and you should have been wound up, but you weren't. You still exist. You're still fighting. Now you've got a few feet under you. Let's, let's climb our way back up, and I think Silverbacks can do the exact same thing. I love you finding inspiration for the Silverbacks through Pompey, and I want to I want to redo uh, the the intro to the show here. Now I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna redo the whole thing here. Our guest in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio is part owner of Portsmouth and host of the Gorilla Talk podcast. My God, that's mighty nice. I love what you did. I love that you went out and got a share. You got a vote. The fans always have a say. That's what it's all about. And and I hope that that you guys can find ways with the Silverbacks to jump through these bureaucratic, nonsensical hoops put up by U.S. soccer and that the fans can accomplish what fans have accomplished in in Spain with Abar, in, in England with Swan, in Wales with Swansea, in England with Portsmouth and so many other examples uh, around the world. Or, my God, here in American football with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, I could, I could go on and on with examples. I hope you guys are able to pull off something special uh, with with rescue in the silverbacks and and i love some of your words as as far as how potentially nasl and mls could coexist in atlanta georgia come 2017 paul before we let you go twitter handle and let folks know how they can listen to the gorilla talk podcast uh gorilla talks twitter handle is at atl gorilla talk all one word Uh, pretty active on there Uh, we are located on soundcloud search gorilla talk there there is an rss feed there uh, working next season, we will get it on iTunes. Uh, you can find us at naslatlantatrust.org. You can go there, sign the petition, become a member, pledge your support, and most importantly, help spread the word that we want to save our silverbacks. 
Absolutely. Paul, it's been really fun having you on the show, man. And uh, best of luck out there in uh, cold Chicago and safe travels back to the ATL, man. Thank you. Again, that was Paul Scanling with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Back after this right here on Sports Byline to close this baby out. Stay tuned. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. 64. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold group the precious metal ira specialists call birch gold group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold ira can offer stability protection and the peace of mind that your life savings which you've worked so hard to build is safe call 888-221-0010 and receive birch gold's free information kit which offers the best kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold call 888-221-0010 that's 888-221-0010 Thanks again to Paul Scanling. Be sure to check out the Gorilla Talk podcast and do what you can to help save the Atlanta Silverbacks. Great having Paul on the show and love what's going on in the south coast of England with Portsmouth. Always love chatting a little Pompey right here on the show. Ending the week with a shout out. 
to my boys that I'm coaching up here in the far reaches of Northern California here in beautiful, rainy, but gray and wet and all that stuff, but still beautiful, Redding, California. Shasta Wolfpack, my boys are 3-0, and 2-0 win against West Valley yesterday in a match that featured three yellow cards and a red, none of which were shown to my players. West Valley, act a little filthy out there. Way to keep your composure, Wolfpack. Love you guys. Love you listeners out there. Thank you so much for doing this show up. We'll talk to you on Monday. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.